all the dogs with Chansey and she, and we going bowling. Yeah. I don't know how to. I don't know how to get excited. But. Yeah, dude, you've been away from the game for too long. Now you, yeah, it's, now you just it's, rusty. Uh, it's it's just taking a minute for me to um dust the dust the rust off. So, but uh, we're and, and the crazy thing is we're playing in our second consecutive uh, New Year's Six Bowl, um, which is. Which is cool. third consecutive or third consecutive because we right? did the Sugar Bowl, yeah, two. Well, really, in a row. really fourth. Well, really fourth. fourth. We've been doing it for a long time. Go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, it's it's almost like this is one of the weirder ones because, I mean, obviously you felt like we earned it in 2018 and went in there and 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 we were just we won't even talk about the Texas Sugar Bowl, but you know, last year was a similar situation. You you know, we kind of backed our way into the Sugar Bowl, I guess. Because uh, it was not one of the CFP games, and then this year it's like, gosh, we're ranked ninth, and we're still getting a New Year's Six bowl. I mean, I'll take it. This is the. I mean, I think we talked about it probably after we lost to Florida. It's okay. What are we playing for here now? Let's try to get in New Year's Six. That's the best we can do. And uh, well, it's right down the road in ATL Georgia. And and we didn't really, and we knew after losing to Florida that we really didn't control our destiny at all. I mean, we controlled our destiny in the sense of we can play the game. I mean, we win the games to the best of our ability. Obviously we win the won the rest of our games, but, uh, but we controlled how we ended the season, but we didn't control where we ended up at the end of the season, if that yeah. makes sense. And so you, you hope you end up in a good spot like this. And I think getting to a, to a new year six, I think that what is different about these years though is, uh, that makes me feel a little different is the trajectory because I think, I think we have <laughs> all year. I think we have up until after Florida, we've kind of been a fraud in that like eight, nine spot. <laughs> I mean, we've kind of just been, we started the year out pretty high up there and we've kind of, we just haven't really moved around when we, when we got the first college football playoff ranking and we were whatever, eight or something like that. Yeah. Everybody was just kind of like, "Whoa, how did we, how did we end up there?" I mean, based on our play, because we hadn't done anything that special. I mean, we lost the games we were supposed to lose, and that kind of thing. And so, you kind of didn't really get where we were at. But, but sure enough, we we kind of maintained that spot. And then, obviously, at the end of this year, we have been trending the right direction. We haven't really moved anywhere because it's more like there's been shuffling around ahead of us in terms of the teams that are playing and that kind of thing. Uh, with your with your Floridas and A&Ms and Alabamas and, and that kind of thing and Notre Dame and Clemson kind of all playing and beating each other. But uh, but I think we're trending the right direction this year, which we have not been doing in these other seasons leading up yeah, to kind we of lost that late, late SEC season. championship game. Well, I mean, it's, it's also been since early November since our last loss, which, you know, more often than not, it's actually earlier than that, but – no, it is. It is kind of nice to have some momentum uh, on the latter half of the season, going into the bowl game. But I, I will say though, last year, I mean, knowing knowing the potential, and we'll get into this in a little bit. But I mean, knowing the potential for what we could lose after this bowl game, I, it makes me feel like it's. I I enjoy the fact that like, hey, we're going into and we're still keeping a lot of our important players. We still got guys that want to play for the team, which is nice. Uh, but at the same time, I, I, I mean, there's most of our defensive players, and I mean, I'm talking about a high percentage of our starting our, our reps on the defensive side of the ball are going to be gone. I mean, Eric Stokes, we've already. I mean, I, I'm sure you have seen some of these announcements. I, I guess they get them to to write a little something and they make a, a edit out of the, all of it and and all that, but. We've already seen that Stokes, uh, Cleveland, and Monty have uh, kind of come out and already said, "Hey, I'm I'm opting out. I'm going to prepare for the NFL draft." Which is, you know, those guys have been around a long time. I think they've earned their keep. You know, of course, I wish they would play the last game, but it's uh, it's just weird because I know I what I'm trying to say is I enjoy the momentum going into the game, and I think it makes me feel good about this one game. But I'm also thinking, you know, this one game I want to win. I think it's important to win. But I would rather have momentum going into next year at this point. Yeah, no, I'm definitely with you. But I, I think a win here, really, however you get it, is, is a win for the guys that are that are coming off of it. Uh, 
going into next season because this season, I mean, fortunately we have made it this far, and, and God willing, we, uh, we're we recording this on Tuesday. We've got one more round of COVID testing tomorrow that the, the team has to go through, and so as long as everybody kind of checks that box, then we're in good Wait, shape. Wait, so Wednesday's to, the day? Like, that's... Yeah, yeah so, so they got tested yesterday, uh-huh. and then tomorrow is their last test before the game. So they have to, so yeah, so that's what we're, so we, we have to send up prayers that, uh, that everything goes well. Apparently there has been an uptick in COVID cases, positive cases on the team, which is something we really haven't had to deal with all season. If we've haven't gone, haven't had a game you know, thinking about Missouri or whatever the case was, it was because of the other team and whatever they had to deal with. So fortunately for us, COVID was never really an issue in terms of us not, not having guys play or whatever the case was, we we were mainly marred with injuries or whatever the whatever the, the normal kind of stuff was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we do have one more round of testing to go through, and then uh, and so as long as we pass that, Cincinnati passes theirs, then we're we're in the clear going into into Friday. I mean, go, going so. into this <clears throat> bowl season, uh, I mean, uh, mostly over the last few days i mean we've had at least in the sec there's been three or four different ones that have been canceled i know south carolina missouri has been canceled uh who was another one i think arkansas did arkansas get uh, have their game canceled i mean it's just been um it's been tough and i and it's it is interesting though because i mean our team has been you know we've had we had games canceled in the middle of the regular season but it wasn't because of our own fault I mean, I, I think our kids have been very disciplined, but I mean, whenever you're going home for you know a, a couple of days for Christmas, I mean, and I think they all get sent home on Christmas Eve or something like that. I mean, I think they try to keep them here as long as possible. But I mean, when they're all they're all going home and around family and around friends, you know, uh, it's just something's something's gonna happen. I don't even want to begin to speculate who may come back and have it because I don't I don't want to I don't want to be the one that said that on on anything any kind of recording and then be blamed for it so I'm not even going to say it but let's just hope and pray that we have uh we have all our guys uh, ready to go for Friday. Well, and I I do feel I I feel pretty positive going into this game. I, I feel like our guys are are feeling pretty good kind of wanting to go prove a point that um, I feel like our guys have have a good bit to prove going into this game, wanting to maintain this momentum and say that hey, we we should have we sh- we know we should have ended the season or we should have done it a little different this season, and we we've got some stuff that we can that we can prove. And we got some guys that are vying for some pretty big draft spots. I mean, there's some guys that can make a if they can make a splash in this game, uh, can can really have a. It could have an impact on them because you've got so many games that are dropping off. I mean, there's only so much footage. Some of these guys, they need some more film. I mean, they need another yeah. high-stakes game, a uh, game on a big network to, to, to give them some more uh, give them some more room going into the, the draft. And so uh, I feel like there's a lot of guys that have something that they want to prove. And But at the same time, we're looking at a Cincinnati team that is undefeated. They're nine and zero in their conference, which I mean, still just going nine and zero is is always impressive. I mean, no matter what you're what you're doing, when you go undefeated, you're doing something right. And they are they have beaten they have beaten some teams pretty handily, uh, and a lot of people have been talking them up all season, and they kind of lived up to that hype per se. And uh, got a pretty dynamic quarterback, and and they've got something. They definitely have something to prove. So that they, they look at us as an opportunity, and um, so they're going to be pumped out of their mind for this game, ready to come and, and play their tail off. They definitely are, and uh, and, and, and I don't want to sit here and tell you I'm scared of Cincinnati. I I think a lot of this gets blown out of proportion because the American Athletic Association. Not to be confused, it's the AAC. Not to be not to be confused with the ACC. But the American Athletic Association basically took the scraps from what was left over after the Big East dissolved. And, and does the Big East still exist for basketball? I think it does, right? Yes. Which is yes, crazy I because the Big East, like back in the day, was what the Big East and the it ACC was wild. Was 
very good at basketball. Not that I really followed it, but back in the day, it was pretty entertaining. You know, you had your your Syracuse, Pittsburgh. You know, they they both used to be in the Big East and all that. But anyway, that is all to say, they got the scraps from Big East and like the conf, like some of them left the Conference USA. And so basically, you're just pulling together anybody that's like, hey, look, we're gonna create this. The AAC is not it's not a Power Five conference. <laughs> so you've got they all. I'm trying to figure out where the, where it falls though, I mean, and this is really something that I say. I mean, I, I'll be sitting there in the middle of the night and just have this thought. So you've got the the Pac-12. I don't know why I listed them first. You get the SEC, you get the ACC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and the Pac-12. That's your Power Five, right? So. And I think technically the AAC falls into the group of five, but they're kind of the in-betweener. I mean, top to bottom, they're better than, like, the Sun Belt. So, so I'm trying to figure out what even this conference, what does it even mean? Because, I mean, they beat, they beat the crap out of Houston and Memphis, which and, and we talked about this before, um, excuse me, before we started recording. I mean, Houston and Memphis are not the teams that they used to be. You know, and I mean, I think they've been a somewhat respected uh, couple franchise or you know programs, uh, but then uh, you, you look at them top to bottom, the AAC is just like, well, it's not really that impressive. The fact that they won the AAC championship. I mean, they beat Tulsa to win their conference. So I'm, I I look at their I look at their schedule, and honestly, I mean, Cincinnati, I they got a few decent wins. I mean, they beat a, a ranked Army team. Uh, they beat a previously undefeated SMU team. Uh, beat the brakes off of them, actually. Uh, beat UCF, who is having a down year. And like I said, beat Memphis and Houston. I, I, I think like if, if, if you're looking at this from like last year's perspective and they beat all those teams, uh, I think you'd be pretty impressed. And I, honestly, I'd be a lot more worried. And I mean, yes, they beat Tulsa too, but you know, already mentioned that but it's just not I don't know it, 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 this is not a team that scares me with like a big play threat but then we, you and I talked about it beforehand crap man they've they've averaged 39 points a game so I don't know I don't really know which way I'm exactly I'm thinking until maybe heck I might make my, my uh, decision uh, here towards the end of the podcast well and, and we they're not going to hold anything back. They don't have guys really opting out that I know of. Really, all of their, their main players are, are coming back. They've they've pretty much handled their season. I mean, you look at their, their games. I mean, they're winning most of their games by 20-plus 20, 20 points is, is, is mm-hmm. kind of in there in that range of how they're winning their games. And so you're you're dominating all the teams you're playing against. So, obviously, they're, they're – their majors playing in the minors. I mean, for the most part, in terms of the the quality. Now, in Tulsa, they let Tulsa come back, and they almost lost to them. I mean, Tulsa had to – they barely squeaked away there at the end. I think they had to kick a last second field goal or something like that to win the game, uh, to win the, the Yeah, it, it came down to the wire. I actually watched a little bit of it. It was it was a decent little game. Yeah, and so, um, so everybody's talking about uh, Ritter, their quarterback, and um, the guy's a mobile threat, which always gives me uh, plenty of anxiety. Uh, because he, the guy's known for his legs and can make make plays. Has had a lot of touchdowns this season running the ball, and uh, has got around I think six hundred something yards uh, rushing. So he's their se- yeah he's their second league uh, rusher. So obviously this guy is uh, very mobile and and dangerous, and that that's where we end up getting hurt, and when we can't contain and uh, and, and we're always known for. That's one of Kirby's banes is a is a is a mobile quarterback and a guy who can extend those plays because that's that's a bane for anybody. I mean anybody that can extend those plays like that and then can make the plays down the field, which this guy has been trending in the right direction. Uh, yeah. I, I really think that's going to be a that's going to I mean that's going to be a problem for us. I mean he's we're going to have some of those plays that he's going to it's going to be that third and third and long and the he's able to get outside the pocket and extend the play and roll out and, and then just scamper for 15 yards and, and, and get the first down and, and things like that. Yep. He's that's we're, we're going to have those. And so well, to, it's good. No, it's, well, I mean, it's really just how you contain those. I mean, we're, we're missing some guys in the, in the defensive backfield. So that's going to all that kind of plays together. And, and so it's how well our guys are going to be able to step up and, and, 
and, and play in those situations and how we're going to be able are we going to be able to get to him in that way because this is he's their he's their main playmaker. I mean he's the guy that he, he's the guy that does he's he does everything for him. He is their guy. Yes, that is correct. The guy. Yeah, I, I mean, so I, I, I agree with you. I think uh, in, in in a lot of times we've seen where, I mean, especially in the past, we've seen where a mobile quarterback has has done some damage to us, and it's and it's definitely affected a game. I mean, affected honestly our entire defense. This is kind of one of those situations where I feel like that's almost put in the past. I mean, that used to be, I mean, hell, Chancey, do you remember what was it twenty? Was it 2014 or 2015, uh, Florida, where, what's his face, some no-name quarterback, like backup quarterback in the season, ran for like 250 yards against us or whatever. I mean, we have we have historically struggled against that, but I don't feel like that's been as much of the case here lately. I mean, the, the, the quarterbacks here lately that have destroyed us, I mean, look at this season. The, the two quarterbacks that beat us this year, Mac Jones and Kyle Trask, are not mobile quarterbacks. They are just hyper-accurate quarterbacks, and they're going to put the ball in the money. I mean, Kyle Trask is slow as molasses, and he sucks. But <laughs> Well, and also, very... um, and also it, the, it is the uh, incredible weapons that they have <laughs> on the outside. Those guys, I mean, you're talking about Heisman candidates and things like that that were also yeah. – um, that we're also doing, so there's that, that. Yeah, that that is true. That is true, and and I'll definitely, yes, I agree. That has been a lot of the reason for their, you know, uh, presumptive talent. But I will say, I mean, it's just like you you look at. Uh, so we played Auburn this year. I mean, Bo Nix has had a terrible year. It is hilarious, but I mean, the kid is that's what he does. I mean, he's he's a he's a mobile quarterback. He's going to be a dual threat kind of guy, and we shut his ass down. You know we've played we played quarterbacks here lately where who have had that opportunity to run and I feel like we've had a lot better success here over the last two or three years. Uh, you know with some with, with a few exceptions, but the way I see it is these guys have not played. I promise you, they have Cincinnati has not played a defensive line that's near as big and as fast as what they're about to see on Friday. Because the fact that Jordan Davis, I love that man. He's awesome. And you know what? If he goes to the NFL, I don't blame him. But the fact that he's even playing in this game and he may potentially be going to the NFL draft and may potentially be a a top two pick. uh, Excuse me, top two, top two round pick. Not he's not going to be one or two. (laughs) Uh, But if he if he's going to be in top two or three rounds of of the NFL draft and he's still playing in this game, I love it. I think there's also a chance. I honestly, I'm like 50-50 on him. We'll kind of get into that a little bit. I'm going to play a game with you later, but uh, that is a uh, you know up for you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with that. But you know the fact that we have Jordan Davis coming coming back uh, to play in this game and uh, coming back from injury in the middle of the season, and then also still have Devonte, still have uh, Malik. Is I, from what I understand, Malik is still going to play. I mean, hell, Malik may come back next year. At this point. I, he's the one guy that had the opportunity to opt out potentially that I have not heard anything about. I mean, I've heard about Aziz. I've heard a little bit about Tyson, like, you know, whether whether or not they stay or not or whatever. But, like, just talking about, like, even if there's been a hint at them leaving, I mean, you hear about it. Everybody's heard about it. And, and Aziz, somebody reported that Aziz was going to opt out of the game. And then Kirby was like, bro, he's playing <laughs> – <laughs> I don't know what, like I, these guys. Oh gosh, I mean, Twitter these days, everything just ruins it, and just like rumors just spread like crazy. But yeah, man, I, I just don't think like you know, it's it's all gonna come down to who's gonna be available to play, and if if we have, I think uh, you know, eighty percent of who we are as a team, I still think we beat them by at least two touchdowns. Well, I think it's very, I think it's very. I very much think we are a much better team than I was actually looking at something earlier. It had a, it had it was a ESPN. I think it was first take or something, and it popped up on my YouTube feed. It was like Todd McShay and Desmond Howard get into a heated debate about uh, Cincinnati versus Georgia, and I think it was supposed to be sarcastic because there was absolutely zero debate, and they didn't even. It was almost like they weren't acknowledging each other. But there was like five people, like five panelists on this thing, and it was ridiculous. But 
Anyway, Desmond Howard. Does ESPN do anything that's of quality work? Oh, absolutely these days? Not. I don't. I yeah, don't. I know. Except so. except College Game Day, and we've talked about that. College Game Day, still, still yeah. top tier. Then, but that's really the yeah. only, that's really the only good thing they do. Is I feel like I'm just holding on to what College Game Day used to be. But well, I agree. Yes, I mean there's still parts of it that are. That I are mean they're great. still good. Yeah. But but if you look at the, everything they got, that to me is by far their best. But that's also not saying a ton. But anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, but Desmond Howard was talking about, uh, he was talking about Cincinnati and talking about how apparently he had them in their top, he had them in his top four at the beginning of the season until the, excuse big, me. Yeah. He had them in their top four. Was that real? Are you serious? He said it. He's like, they were in my top yeah. four before the big 10 came back. And then he said when the big 10 came back, he put Ohio state in his top four or whatever. But anyhow, he was all, all about them. And Todd McShay's like, yeah, Ritter's great. They're trending in the right direction. He's like Georgia's got too much talent, and that was all he said. <laughs> and that McShay was, said that. Yeah, and I was like, I've always liked Todd. I, I, I do. I, liked I like Todd McShay. He he tends to get through the bullcrap, but he, and that's what he said. He was like Georgia's just too talented, and that was. Yeah. And he literally said, he said he held his hands up and was like, that's it. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, and I can the fact that, that everybody's just looking at it from. I mean, obviously, they're everybody's got got our entire schedule. Sorry, excuse me. Not really our our entire schedule, our, our season schedule uh, under a microscope. It's really just uh, up until the fr- uh, the Florida game is <laughs> under a microscope, and everybody's just like, "Hmm, their offense has looked terrible." Hmm, and and I think everybody just seems to forget that we were playing our fifth string quarterback for half the year, uh, more than half the year, uh, and and now our starting quarterback who has done nothing but been amazing for the past. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, what was it the South Carolina game obviously didn't have like a ton of stats to pad or whatever, but still played very well. And obviously, if we're going to run the ball for 330 or 350 yards, whatever it was, uh, we're going to do that. Also, just side note, I didn't notice this until we were I was preparing for this uh, podcast for the you know 15 minutes before we started recording. Uh, every single one of our uh, top five running backs is averaging over five and a half yards per carry. Do you know Jeez. what that means? That means two rushes, first down. <laughs> I don't know how that makes sense, but it does. And and I mean Cook is Cook has had a couple of like really big break off runs, but yeah, I mean if you go look at it, I mean he, Zamir, Cook, uh Kenny Mack, uh Dejan, I think that's how you say it. Dejan Edwards and Kendall have all are all averaging over five and a half yards uh, yards per carry. So Well, these guys uh <laughs> Again, we have five running backs <laughs> that can all just do incredible damage. Dejan's just like came out of nowhere and said, "Here I am, <laughs> here I am, here I am. I'm here to play football now." And uh, apparently, Kendall was in the video practicing, and uh, so don't know if we're going to get to see him or not. But God, that guy's a stud. Uh, uh, the, I, I want it to be, you know, it it sucks because I I've loved Zamir for for who he is he's 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 been a good running back for us and cook yes we've been we've always been butted heads me and me and james but like those two guys i feel like might need to just take their opportunity i mean especially zamir we've talked about it i think we talked about it last episode but i feel like they might need to take their opportunity and go but like if we have k mac and kendall is our our number one and two next year i feel better about our running game than we did that I did going into this year. I mean, I, I don't, I don't feel bad, and I don't want to. I'm not trying to take away from three and four, but you know what I mean. It's just K Mac was awesome. I feel like he's way more dynamic. He may be slower than the other two. Kendall, but the guy is. runs. The guy runs. K Mac runs so hard. I mean, the dude yeah. runs. He he runs with purpose. I mean, Zamir does too. An incredible vision too. Oh yeah, the guy. I mean, I, so I've just been very very impressed with him. Um, I've just been really impressed with him. Um, it's been I, I've enjoyed enjoyed watching him this year, and, and I'm and I think he'll, I think he'll have a good game, and, and I think we'll be able to run the ball well. I imagine. I apparently they were had a hard time slowing those. Uh, apparently they had well over 100 yards in the last. No, I don't think it was that much. Somebody was talking about people running up and down the field on them against Tulsa, and I didn't think the yards against them were that much, but. Um, but anyway, I expect our guys to play pretty well uh, running the ball too. But offensively, you just with JT now at the helm, you feel good about what we're 
what we're going to do. I mean, our all of our receivers are young, but are, are clicking. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got most of our guys. Obviously, Ben not being there, it sucks because Ben's been a presence all year. But I feel good about Warren Erickson. I mean, the guy's been playing playing well. I mean, I feel I feel like our line will be able to adapt. And so, yeah. um, I, I I feel good about JT having time to throw the ball and just and, and to me. And I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. Giving that guy more time every week, you give him time to work with this team. Uh, the better we're going to be. I mean, the more time him and Monkin get to spend together, we're, we're going to be in good. We're going to be in good shape when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you, you, when you wait, when you have this long between game, because I mean, when, when we play two weeks ago, is that how long it's been? I don't know how weeks work anymore. <laughs> uh, no, it's been almost. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's well, it'll be three over. weeks by the end of it. Is that what it? It's been over over two weeks, like two weeks and three days or so. Okay. So it, yeah, it will be almost three weeks time that we uh, play. Well, I, I think, um, like I say, I, I, I I'm excited about it. I, I think I think we'll we'll do pretty well. Like I said, because we've been trending in the right way, so our guys are, are I think will be positive about um, what we're going into. And so I think offensively, I feel like we'll be in pretty good shape. We'll be able to put up points on the board. I mean, we're we're going to continue to be able to do that. And the way we've been converting on third down and the way that we have been th- that to me is just the we've been putting up our third down stats and I was like I don't think I've ever remember us ever doing that on third down <laughs> it's, no it's unbelievable JT hey third and JT baby he has been a he's been a machine on third down and I, I want to go back to something you mentioned earlier about the offensive line yes I mean Big Ben give him all the credit in the world I mean I, I think he got on the third team All-American team I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was. I think he was one of two that was first team all all SEC. Uh, the guy has had a great year, and he did, he hasn't gotten a ton of credit. Uh, in fact, I I don't know if if my boy BT listens to this anymore uh, down in down in Milledgeville, uh, but uh, he uh, he went hunting. Big Ben went went hunting with a guy that I used to play football with down in uh, down in Milledgeville, and killed him a big old buck <laughs> this past weekend uh down in hancock county so uh yeah man it's just uh i think big ben has kind of realized you know i he's hell man the guy's been here forever i know we joke about it but he has been there for forever and he's had a hell of a year been proud of him uh but uh it's been it's kind of one of that time where he needs to get healthy i think that's what they mentioned is that he had a he's had a shoulder injury or something like that uh, and he just needs to get healthy, man. I mean, he's he's trying to work for a future, and uh, I think he may. Ha- I think he has potential to maybe potentially go in the top three rounds. I really do. Uh, and 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 he's going to be a guard at the next level. No, it's not going to be a it's not going to be a experiment out at tackle again. But I will say, replacing him is. I, I don't think I don't want to say it's going to be easy, but I, I think what we'll see is they're going to experiment with the center position because I think Cedric Van Pran may have uh, potential to get some playing time in this game, uh, and and maybe move Warren out to uh, to to the right guard position. Uh, but we're gonna it's going to be interesting. I'm just very thankful that he plays guard. I mean that's a lot easier to replace and a lot easier to learn in a in a short time than the uh, outside tackle position. So. I think I think the offensive line, but then you look at all of our skill positions. Everything stays the same for this game, at least for this game. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, I mean, our offense stays the same. The defensive side of the ball is a little bit of a different story. Yeah. Uh, defensively, I mean, we're we're backfield is 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 looking a little scary with uh, Stokes being gone and. There's been rumors of Richie. Uh, apparently, he's been out there uh, practicing a little bit uh, post his his accident, and uh, so uh, I, I'm I'm interested to see what we're gonna what we're gonna see out of him this this uh, this Saturday or this Friday, uh, depending on what what happens. But um, but then obviously missing Monty uh, is gonna be big. Uh, he also has I don't think has really recovered from his foot injury. I think is what. Uh, has been going on with him too. He kind of in this kind of in the same situation as Ben, um, just not. There's no need to play another game. I mean, the guy, he, he's not recovered yet, and the guy is wanting to vie for a spot in the NFL. And um, just want to say on Monty Rice, the guy's a damn good dog. 
guy has been playing his tail off for years and um, has just been just been a phenomenal player. And uh, and it was funny to see. I think uh, Coach Schumer or a couple couple of the couple of the other coaches just tweeting about him and after he did his little thing you were talking about earlier, like the little write up and the with the graphics and all that kind of stuff and uh, yeah. just talking about how I I go to war with this kid any day. He's an incredible man and all this kind of stuff and, and I really I, I agree with that just from what I've seen. He's he's a great guy. So we're gonna we're gonna miss his presence on the field. But we've got some guys that can play, uh, that we can that can play. Uh, gonna, there's gonna be a lot of next man up on the defensive side of the ball. We got a lot of young talent that's just gonna have to show yeah. up. Well, it's like you said earlier. I mean, if we get Richie back, which I would love nothing more. I mean, I don't care if it's just a play, yeah. but for Richie to come back and play in this game. I mean, that, I don't know if you saw the quote from Kirby earlier. Uh, I, I think it was actually tonight. He was just talking about. He's just like Richie wants to play. He's been practicing. We're we're a little concerned. He's not going to be a hundred percent. Obviously, there's he he mentioned this. I mean, there's going to be a conditioning situation. I mean, he hasn't been able to to run or uh, you know really work out over the last uh, shoot. Has it been like two months, something like that, or close to it, a month and a half at least? So it's just kind of one of those uh, situations where his leadership even at practice, I am sure, has made a difference going into this game. I mean, Chancey, does it, does it feel more like we're going to go into this like we're going into the 2018 Sugar Bowl or the 2019? So are we playing Texas or are we playing Baylor is what I'm saying. Definitely more uh, feeling more Baylor going on here in terms of mm-hmm. where where we're at mentally. And like I said, I think that's just the, the trend of where we're, of where we're going. Um, I, I think it's the expectation because – we knew we weren't going to play in the SEC championship game. I mean, we've known that for a while now. And, um, and so we knew that wasn't going to happen. Uh, so we, but we've been, we've been playing well leading up to this game. So, I mean, for the last, last four weeks, last four games, we've been, we've won those games. We've played well in those games. And, um, and so I just feel like we're trending the right way when we, like I said, the last couple of years losing in an SEC championship game, the way we have, I mean, getting pretty disappointed, uh, or obviously last second with against Alabama again, and then really getting blown out by LSU. But kind of knowing that you weren't gonna probably win that game, but um, but but anyway, I, I felt like uh, I feel like we're trending that the towards more of a 2019 uh, Sugar Bowl this year. So I feel good about it. Also, you know, we're not having to travel really. We're it's local. It's more of a home game for us yeah. in terms of. Down the road. I mean, we're we're not really going anywhere. So you're not really pulling us out of our element. Whereas we're not having to go to New Orleans um, for this game, and uh, it is a noon game. But like at the same time, that benefits us when we don't have to go anywhere. So yeah, I think I'll be honest with you. I think after that Sugar Bowl against Texas. Kirby just decided I'm going to be he's like I'm going to be a douche about this. <laughs> he literally like I think he's just like I'm not going to let cuz I mean I don't know if you remember some of his comments from last year but he's just like I he's like I just made a decision essentially he's like I made a decision that if like if they're not going to want to be there if they're planning to opt out like remember Deon- the DeAndre Baker drama like and he decided literally while they were in New Orleans that he was not going to play. And and then last year it was like, if you're not going to play, you're not going to the game. like And and that's that. It's like we're only going to take – he essentially said we're only going to take the players that are going to want to be there and, and contribute to this game. And and you saw a a much better focus. You saw a, a lot a, a lot better intensity level. people The guys that wanted to be there and wanted to play showed out, and, and we had a great game. And I think – I'll be honest with you, I the the more I look at this game, and I don't want to underestimate Cincinnati. I mean, I, they've got some great stats and they've played some good games. They've got some good players. I mean, their running backs good too. I mean, they've got a great quarterback and a, a great running back and and a good defense that's but actually averaging better than we are. But I got the feeling this is this is kind of feeling a lot like that. 2008 Sugar Bowl chances. <laughs> For some reason, in my heart, I knew that game was going to get brought up. <laughs> it's feeling like that, 
And I don't like I said, I don't want to underestimate Cincinnati, but it's starting to feel like that because I don't aside from them being undefeated, I, I can't see anything that they've done this year or accomplished this year that's made me think they're on anywhere near our level. And then, except for people talking about, just completely forgetting that JT Daniels hasn't started until after the uh, Florida game. So, here's the deal. We can outpace Cincinnati on the offensive side of the ball, no doubt. I feel like we win it. The spread is like, I think it's actually down to like seven. We're favored by seven now. Um, I think it opened at seven and a half or eight, something like that. So, it's just, it is kind of an interesting game. I, I will say, I... I want to say we're going to blow them out, but I'm not that kind of guy right now. I'm, but I'm pumped that I think Richie's going to add a lot of juice. I think we're going to see Aziz play really well. Like if he if he ends up playing in this game, we're going to see him play really well. But then you look at I I, I saw some uh, comments posted from some Cincinnati guys on uh, online that were like, "Yeah, they're uh, they're best pass rushers. Like he may potentially not be playing." And I don't I don't know if they realize, but we've got number nineteen and number four right behind that same guy. So it's just kind of one of those things. I it's there the difference in talent, as Todd McShay said, uh, is 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 pretty pretty noticeable. So that's that's what I'm going to lean on on this one. Well, for for me too, the, the the one thing I do fear is that we get off to a slow start. That's the thing. You say that every damn time. Because if you look at it every damn time when we do it, things don't go well. <laughs> well, up until, up until up until recently, though, we hadn't had a freaking offense that could get you out of a hole. And so, really, until the last That's few facts. weeks, it's like now if we got off to a slow start, I don't feel bad about as bad about it because we can actually, once we catch our footing, we got a quarterback that can get us down the field, and we we have the weapons that can make it happen. But my thing is, is as we have been doing these last few weeks, get a good start, get a couple early touchdowns on the board, and then just use our five running backs and just beat the ever-loving hell out of them. <laughs> just run it down their throats every single time. I mean, and just these are things that I like. And this is, and it's a very well, it's a very well established that if you are able to do that, you win the game. And so I'd yep. like to continue to see that, that five, five plus yards per carry. I mean, that, that yeah. that's, it's a very simple recipe. When, five and a half. Five, five and a half, five, five and a half. We're just splitting hairs here. But. At this point, at this point, we're just, we're just, we're just, we're just getting first downs. That's what we're doing. But I mean, you, you just. Two rushes, first down. You just, you look, I mean, but you look at how, what we've been doing on offense and it has freed up our defense so much to just be able to breathe and be able to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. And like we, and we've already, we've already talked about all this stuff, but it allows us to be aggressive when we, when we are having to play on our heels because we've been playing these high octane offenses of Alabama and Florida, the two of the best offenses in the country this year. You can argue the two best offenses in the country. And, um, but you look at the rest of the year when we're, our offense is actually playing and, and I feel like now we go up against either one of them and it's obviously a whole new ball game. Now that you've got JT at the, uh, at, at the, at the helm. And, uh, and, and so I, I feel good about our defense being rested, able to keep as much of a rotation as we can, even though we're missing some guys. Um, so I feel I feel very good about our energy coming into this. Uh, to me, it's just going to be about are we maintaining our focus? Do we still feel like we're going to be able to come in? Because you come in these games, you have a lot of sloppy false starts. You have – I mean, you, you, you're you out of assignment. You're not – you're missing your blocks. I mean, th- those kinds of – that's what happens when you're off for three weeks. You, you kind of lose that competitive edge is typically what happens. I don't really foresee that with us just with the way we're trending. And that's that's been my deal this last couple months is, okay, are we trending the right direction? Each week do you see a an improvement – and how we're performing, and I and I th- and I do. I mean, I feel very good about where we're headed, and um, obviously going into next year, it's going to be a lot about the guys we have coming back. But man, it would be nice to have uh, another New Year Six Bowl trophy in the cabinet, and something that we can use for recruiting guys to to come in and, and play with us. Um, so I I feel good about uh, us, and um, 
and so I'm, I'm, I'm liking where we're, where we're at. I, I very much think we're much more talented than them. I mean, it's very, it's very obvious we are. Uh, and now that we have an offense that keeps up, I, I like our chances. I do too. I do too. I don't like the fact that we both said we like our chances, yeah. but you know what? We're going to roll with it. Okay. This is not a time to be holding back. It's time to be bold. It's time to just finish out the season. Every time, every time hey, you I know, feel good about every time I feel good about a game, it never goes well. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you were talking about like momentum earlier, and I was just like, you know, improving game by game. And I'm like sitting here thinking, I was like, we've played one game in the last month, <laughs> so I don't even know if we can like say like, ah, oh, we got like we've built on the this these past like few weeks. You're just like, oh, Lord, I hope we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to like I'll say I just it does feel different. I do feel like there's a different energy, you know. Compared, I'm talking about like compared to the 2018 Sugar Bowl, whenever it was just uh, or 2019, whatever. Whenever it was just you know we had the letdown and it just you know did not feel like we were uh, ever ever cared about the game and it just it just feels different. I feel like there is that still that like old mantra under the rick. Another Rick uh, in the Rick era, you know, just finishing the drill right now, and I just am looking forward to us, to, you know, capitalizing on that. Um, Chance, I do, you know, obviously we both have established we feel pretty good about this game, uh, and 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 I'm hoping that obviously we show up on Friday, and I think that there's a, and we can kind of come back to give our keys of the game. But Chance, do you think I wanted to play a game with you real quick? Do you think Tyson Campbell stays, or do you think he goes? Because I mean, we can't do this after the game because they're going to announce probably the day or two afterwards yeah, whether or not they're staying. So what's what's your what's your prediction there? I take oh, it. Um, I do feel like he'll probably go. Um, I just I feel like that's probably just the way this season ended up. Um, I just, I just feel like he's going to go. Um, that that's that's really all I have to say about it. Uh, the what, but because you just look at our guys and and recently we just haven't had guys stay. I mean, we just really the last couple of years, very, we've had we've had a lot of guys stay, but we but we really have had a bunch leave, and so um, unless that's we're going to see a big change in that trend, I, I feel like he's going to go. Well, we're definitely projected to lose a lot of def- defensive talent. There's no doubt about it. I think I'm kind of leaning towards that same way with Tyson. I think he's going to go. I think he should stay. I do think he's going to go. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a top. He may be, I think his ceiling is probably the third round. Um, that might be but that might be generous. That, that may be generous, but that's, that's what I'm saying. That's his ceiling, but it's, it's just kind of one of those things where I – there. Like in the NFL, having a six-one or he might be six-two cornerback who is, you know, played played at a big-time level with a big-time program has that kind of experience. I mean, g- great cornerbacks are obviously, uh, you know, uh, they're 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 not exactly on every uh, on every team. I mean, they're they're just gonna be, uh, you know, pretty scarce. But I I don't think Tyson. That's the problem is that I don't think Tyson's talent level has matched what his projected talent level you know was before um you know whenever he was coming in i mean he was a five-star guy i mean i think everybody thought that he was going to be the shutdown cornerback that honestly eric stokes has been i mean there's no doubt in my mind i think eric stokes is honestly a top two round pick and tyson just never turned that corner and i think there's potential for him to turn that corner next year so that's I think I hope he comes back next year. What about Aziz? What do you think on Aziz? Hmm. The guy that is uh, there, there's the whole uh, follow my heart and then follow my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if there was a guy that was going to surprise me, I think it would be. I think Aziz would be. Uh, I, I could see him as being a guy that might might just say, "I'm I'm coming back. I want to I want to do it again." But I do think he'll probably go. Yeah. 
Are you gonna? I'm are gonna, you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna just go with a curveball here? Are you gonna go with the with the upset? No, I, I'm th- I'm thinking. I, I I think he would benefit from another year. I really would because I think he's uh, the NFL's the NFL's pass rusher is a lot different than the. Uh, and I will say I say that a guy like uh, what's his face uh, Leonard Floyd, you know, I really didn't didn't know if he was gonna end up being a top tier pass rusher in the NFL, but he put on the pounds to do so, and he's turned into a, a premier pass rusher. He's now he's on the Rams. He's kind of had a resurgence in his career, but even when he was with the Bears, I really didn't know, because of his size, I really didn't know if he was going to be that effective, and early on in his career, he was really pretty darn good. Uh, Aziz has a similar body set, uh, so I'm kind of thinking, I mean, he, he may just go ahead and go, uh, but I would love it if he stayed. There's also the possibility, I don't know if you've seen, about all these transfer rumors. People are talking about how uh, his younger brother, B.J. Ojolari, who plays for LSU, uh, may potentially be trying to look and, looking to transfer. And, of course, everybody's like, oh, is he going to come <laughs> come to the dogs? And that's coming. That's along with the Arik Gilbert uh, transfer rumors. I don't know if you've heard this one. Sorry, this is kind of out of the blue. Have you heard about the fact that uh, – not the fact – the speculation that uh, Tank Bigsby might be looking to transfer, ma'am. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> come to, yeah, come, yeah. Come to the stable, my friend. <laughs> I, I think there's, I think there's a real possibility. I, I've, I've seen some people talking, and uh, everybody feels pretty confident there's a transfer, but not the destination is uh, un, quite a little bit, a little bit unknown, but definitely a, a, a good chance that uh, maybe the dogs might be the place. I mean, considering if Zamir and Cook do leave, I feel like that opens a pretty good door for him to come. I mean, the guy was he was incredible. He was year. good. He was really good. Yeah. I, I mean, he was the one thing that they had going against us. <laughs> that was the only thing they had was Bigsby. <laughs> yeah, it was. And to be honest with you, that was the only thing they had against a lot of opponents. <laughs> so, not not too different there. What about a uh, big JD ninety nine? Do you think he stays or do you think he goes? Oh, Jesus. This is the guy who's going to have the hardest time deciding, um, and I, I think, uh, I think he goes. Um, but that man is—he—he's that one. He—he's—and you've already heard him talk about. There's rumors of him staying around and stuff like that. But um, the guy's just—the guy's too good. I mean, I think he's all the agents are going to be in his ear, um, and just there's going to be a lot of people talking to him and talking about what he's going to do. Uh, if if there was somebody, I mean, I, I could see him. If, if he stayed, I would not be. Well, I would be surprised, but I, I could see it happening. There's a part of me that could see it happening, but I think he goes. Yeah, I think so too. And so, which has been, you know, he's been extremely quiet, and I think he's kind of held his thoughts close to the vest. Uh, about how you know what what his his process has been and how he's looked through it. I, I think there was a there was a recent quote and he was just like they were just like man you know what's what was the decision on you know making you know playing in this game because he's he's planning to play on Friday, uh, barring you know any any other setback. But I mean he's just like man I mean I I'm not gonna miss out on one more chance to play with my brothers my dogs you know kind of thing. And uh, he also thought that he wasn't gonna get any. Uh, bowl game gifts <laughs> i don't know did you see that and he's like yeah i was gonna get my mom an air fryer but i was gonna use basically he was gonna use the gift from the bowl game he's like he's like man he thought that they weren't because they weren't doing bowl activities so that he wasn't gonna get any gifts and i think the reporter told him he's like no man you're you're gonna get like all the stuff from chick-fil-a it's gonna be a good old time so maybe he can get his mom an air fryer i, I mean hell i mean there's probably thousands of people across the state of Georgia that would gladly pay for an air fryer for his mother. Me. I'm raising uh, my hand. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy her as many air fryers as she wants. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, I just thought that was – it just made me chuckle because like, it was just like, Jordan, man, you're going to get you're gonna get all the prizes, baby. You'll be fine. You'll be taken care of. But that guy, I think he just – the way he plays and the way he acts, I mean, he's just a fun-loving guy. I think it's awesome. But he's also – just destructive on the field, which is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I'm. We're, he's definitely going to be a, a guy that we're we're going to miss for sure. And but but I'm super pumped that he wants to play on on Friday because he's a game changer, man. He 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 takes two 
offensive lineman every time he's on the field, which just opens up opportunities for guys like Aziz to go and make a make a make a big play. So um, I'm I'm pumped to see it happen, but um, but it's gonna be gonna, gonna be interesting to see for sure. Well, chance Christmas was uh, last Friday, and I uh, hope Santa brought everything that you that you asked for that you wanted. Uh, what is is there anything left on your wish list that is 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 still pending? Uh, for for this game uh, that old Santa can bring you, uh, I need him to bring three hundred and twenty yards rushing, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, five four hundred and and ten yards passing. <laughs> what, what what was uh what was Pickens uh. What was his yardage? His his receiving yardage against Baylor last year? Oh my God, I can't. Whatever it was, I want I want him to top that. Yeah. Santa, I want to top. I know it's I know we're past Christmas here, but this is a New Year's wish, and I just need him to top the uh, yardage that he had against Baylor yeah, last year. That will be um. That's what I'd like to see. I also like three three sacks. Three sacks would be cool. I'd be I'd be down yeah. for that. Make it four. Make four sacks. Heck, twelve sacks. Why not? 12 sacks. Okay, we won't. You heard it here first. We're going to have 12 sacks. Santa sets a – and then also, give me I, – I just want number two to play. I just want number two. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna see him on the field. I don't know how many times you'll see him, but they'll, they'll, they're going to figure out a way to get him out there, and um, and he's going he's gonna to get out there. Uh, I don't care if they bring him in to take the victory snap, like – that which would be that awesome. Like that'd be badass. Richie just comes in. Like, what if we're up up by like three touchdowns and he comes out there and just takes a snap? He's got to do something to top uh, last year against Baylor. Whenever he jumped over the bleacher, <laughs> yeah, that did scare me a lot. Um, but uh, real quick, last thing I wanted to um, to I did want to I did want to say something. Um, so there's been always questions about people wanting to like the whole opt out thing and things like that. Um, when a guy's when a guy's been a damn good dog to us, and the guy has uh, fought for us, and he opts out of the bowl game, uh, quit giving the guy hell. The guys the guys trying to the guys trying to prepare for his future. The guy's got millions of sometimes millions of dollars on the line. Um, especially a guy like Monty. I don't think a lot of people have been giving him hell, but you just, there's always people that do. And, uh, and and Ben Cleveland and guys that have dedicated so much of their time and their life to, to this, to this game that, um, and for our team and have done so much for us. And it's just like, man, lay off of them. They're going to try and, and take care of themselves, their future families and their current families. And, um, and it's just like, man, just, just, just lay off of them. Uh, they've, they've done more than, than, than most. And, uh, especially those guys, the guys that have opted out for us, uh, have really done a ton, and I have fought for our team, and they're all of them are damn good dogs, and so I'm proud of them, and proud of what they're they're going to do, and uh, just just give them a freaking break. There are a bunch of kids out there. Jesus, man, Twitter's the worst. I hate it so much, <laughs> <laughs> and it's open on my phone right now, but I hate it still. <laughs> uh, you know what? There's just so many people that love to hide behind the keyboard, and I wish all these kids would just you know realize that it's not even worth posting fun pictures of yourself to have a twitter just don't have it yeah just don't have <laughs> just get it get off of it it's kind of what it, what is it it's, it's like Stephen a smith which i of course don't uh, like to promote espn but it's like Stephen a smith when he talks about laying off the weed and stuff like that just lay <laughs> off the twitter <laughs> i don't want to see it i don't want to hear about it just don't do it so. and then your life will probably be a lot happier uh at least your playing career so uh it, you know I, I completely agree with you, and I uh, I think that uh, a lot of people just there's just too, sometimes there's just too much. But there's there is a difference between like if a guy you know is late like a Ben Cleveland who's been here for five years, you know, versus you know a guy who has been here for two years and uh, like a redshirt year or something like that, and like you know thinks that they're hot stuff and and doesn't doesn't really care. Like you, you could just tell just didn't really care to even be there kind of thing. And then they just go ahead and opt out of the game because they don't, you know, they don't really feel like playing anymore. It's just, I don't know. There is a little bit of a difference. And obviously, if somebody opts out of like 
a semifinal game, like, oh yeah, then why are you even there? But I, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that have done that. Uh, but it is, you know, it's just the way college football is these days. It is, it is a, you know, just a stepping stone for a lot of these guys to get the NFL. Well, and and then the last thing I'll say, which I thought the last thing I was going to say was the last thing I was going to say, but, um. I think for us, too, and something that we're going to have to watch, and I think this falls back on Kirby, too, is are you promoting the culture for – and this is more for guys that are going to leave early next year. Mm-hmm. Are we able to promote a culture of guys that want to stay and play one more year? Are we promoting a culture of guys that want to come back for their senior season and fight for something bigger than them? Because when you see – so you look at you look at Alabama – you look at Florida, full of seniors, full of guys that are, are upperclassmen, especially at Florida, that, that are guys that are um, very talented, have been on the team for a long time and things like that. Uh, just that's a game changer for us. And we haven't really had that. I mean, we have been young. I feel like we've gotten younger every year after 2017. I feel like we've we just steadily gotten younger. And um, – but – how and I'm putting this up on Kirby is how are we going to establish a culture of staying a part of this team and fighting for this team and and wanting to come back and make it better? Are we creating that? And so um, it's something I've been thinking about and just I want to I want to see that surprise guy. When was the last time we had the surprise guy say, "All right, I'm going to come back and play for my my senior year." Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I want that surprise. I, I, I would love one of those guys that we talked about. Well, Richie did it last year. Or, I mean, Richie did it last year. And, and like I say, I, I want to see more than, than one, I want to see more than one guy do it. I want to see, like, it's almost like a group of guys get together like they did and say, hey, let's let's all come back and, and, and do that. And, and I, 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 mean, I mean, it's tough, man. I You honestly, you don't really find that anywhere anymore. I mean, I'd say Alabama, obviously, you know, is a very – easy to see Alabama did that this year but like the last time I can think about that before before Alabama did it before the this year started was was whenever Sony and, and Chubb and and those seniors that year came back and, and finished the drill you know Lorenzo and Bellamy and all those guys but uh yeah I it's just it is it is dying breed nobody's coming back for their senior year especially after a you know Honestly, I was about to say either a down season or sometimes, and it's just like, okay, well, I won a national championship. Like, what else is there left to do? Whenever you're the Alabamas or the Clemsons of the world or whatever, but it is tough. I mean, it's it's a double edged sword because you want to have that promotion and that pride in what you're doing and that loyalty to a program, but at the same time, it's like if you're going to bring in the top talent, uh, you know, every year, their their goal is to make it to the next mm-hmm. level. So it's just tough. Yeah. And you don't want to keep them from I mean, that's what Kirby always says is like we want to do what's best for these guys. And sometimes they make a decision like a Tyson Campbell, like if he makes a decision to come back, that's awesome. And like if you come back for your you know, your fourth year, like you're kind of cemented in that like, hey, DGD Tyson's the man for coming back and, and helping this team out kind of thing. Uh, but I don't think anybody would, would second guess the fact that I mean, this may be the time for him to go. Yeah, so. and I don't think you second-guess it either. It's just I, I think it's an interesting thing to think about because if you go back and look at 17, obviously 17 was a magical year, but you go back and look at those guys and every one of them, their draft stock increased significantly, like yeah, in the in the millions of dollars. <laughs> and so it's it's definitely, I don't know. I think there's there's – it's. I think there will be a pendulum swing a little bit, but I'm 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 interested to see this year if we have any outstanding. I, I don't think we will, but it'd be it'd be cool to see if we had some guys that just decided to stay. But anyhow, fun fun fact about the, uh, you know, obviously helping helping to to make mil, you know a few mil more uh, between rounds. Uh, I saw something the other day is like the average average salary is is. Ten million dollars between first the first round, ten million dollars more between the first round and second round. So it's like, yeah, I mean, if you even just cross over from being the thirty fifth pick to the twenty eighth pick or something like that, uh, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see a pretty big boost and and be able to be financially supported and be able to you know send some back to your family and things like that. So I, I think that's what a lot of these guys strive to do. Uh, Chance, 
Okay, sorry, I was reading some. <laughs> sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, so Chance, just to kind of come back and and reel it reel it back in. Is there anything like what do you what do you think the key or keys to to the game is to to, to us winning this game is? I mean, I, I think I think we're we're kind of in the same thing. Don't let these. Uh, I mean, it's always the same crap. But you you for, for me, is is our defensive backfield going to be able to keep up with these guys? Or it's going to be the whole next man up thing? Can we? keep their receivers in check and, and kind of not give this quarterback options, not give this Ritter kid options down the field, and just not give up huge, huge plays. Um, just can we keep those plays? Can we keep the ball in front of us and not let them get down the field um, on the on the defensive side of the ball? And um, and I think offensively, if we can just keep converting third downs, uh, man, shoot, we're – we're we're golden. I mean, keep keep doing what we're doing. I don't I don't think we changed the formula at all on offense. I think we're actually going to see. So I think the keys to the game, to, the key to me is going to be. I'm not even going to worry about the defensive side of the ball. I think I think there's a good chance that honestly it could teeter either way. I could see them actually putting up. I I cannot see them putting thirty plus points up on us, but I could see them putting up maybe twenty eight. So we'll say right there, right? But I could see them either scoring 28 or scoring 10 or, or maybe 17. Basically, to, to me, a good day defensively, anything less than 20 points in a game, if you're playing at a major collegiate level, that's a pretty damn good Oh, day. God, yeah. But So I'm not going to worry too much about the defensive side of the ball. I think although we're going to be losing most of our talent over there, you know, compared to the offense, offensive side of the ball, I think that there's a – you know, still guys that are going to be the guys that are there. If Jordan Davis and and especially if Richie and Jordan Davis are there, but especially Jordan Davis is there, I feel a lot better. That's like to me, that's at least a ten point swing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> is it, not ninety nine is worth a ten point swing uh, either way. Uh, and then on top of that, get one number one and number seven the ball. Yeah, freaking just scoring machines. I mean, the the way that they have kind of come together and just had a lot of fun over the last few weeks, we talked about it last episode, has just been awesome. So I want to see our playmakers get, get the ball in space. And JT is going to get it to them. I have confidence in that. So let's, uh, let's just get get into this thing, get get points. Get more points than the other team, I think, is always the, uh, always the goal. Uh, Chance, real quick, two things. One, do you think Devontae Smith is going to win the Heisman as the first wide receiver since – what Desmond Howard? I think I think he was the last guy to to do it. And you know what? I'm gonna say. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I actually I actually do think I, I have actually been hearing the momentum is swinging his way. So um, I I feel I feel like he actually might get it. I mean, it, I think he will. I think he will. Think which he would will. be cool and because honestly, I'm tired. I I really don't want to see any of the other ones get it. So it's a it's a it's a freaking QB award. Well, I don't hate Mac Jones. I hate Kyle Trask. I think that's been established. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I think that I think he deserves it. And I think if there's going to be a receiver that deserve uh, that has stood out, he's probably stood out more than any receiver of the past uh, three years or how long has he been there? Yeah, three years at least. So anyway, well, he's been there since uh, long enough to beat us <laughs> in the national championship. So damn. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, also some congrats are in order, my friend. Uh, Chance, for those who don't know, Chancey just got engaged last week. Oh, well, thank week? you, sir. Yeah, it was last week. Was it? La- it was Christmas. Yeah, it was Christmas la- Eve. Eve. Yes, yes, that's right, that's right. And so, thank so you. So, congrats, my friend. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It was an exciting week. So, no episode uh, was um, was there. Yeah, you had you were you were a little distracted. Just a, last just week. a wee <laughs> bit. Um, so just just a just a tiny tiny bit. But um, but anyway, so yeah, we were we're super pumped and uh, super excited. So. We are super duper, super duper excited. There comes all, then now all the fun stuff starts. Uh, so anyhow, you're, you're you're a little familiar with that, but anyway, yeah, just slightly, just slightly. All right, brother. Well, sounds good. Hey, you going to the game? No, staying at home, staying at home. So it's it's it tempted me. I thought about it for a minute, but um, yeah. we're gonna. I got to work on Saturday, so uh, gonna gonna be staying close to close to home on this one. I, I thought about trying to apply for tickets, and then I, th- I think I read that there's only going to be like oh, I think it was like sixteen hundred that was allotted for the university. Oh jeez! I was just like, yeah, nah, I, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to get them. So I'll be trying to watch that. But I mean, this the 
playoff games are later that night, and I just think, you know, there's no place I'd rather be than than sitting on my couch and in, in front of the big screen. So, oh, by the way, what who do you think? What do you think? You think it's going to be Alabama Clemson again in, in the Natty? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're 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 pretty good at football. Yeah. Predictable. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Suck at Texas A and M. Oh, Jimbo got the boot. Uh, man. All right. Well, sounds good, brother. Well, hey. Go dogs for the last episode of 2020. Let's get through this last freaking three days or two days and 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 be done with this damn year. Hey man, dogs on top. We'll uh we'll see y'all next year. Okay.